Hear that? Yeah? Yeah, heard it. Oh my god. Alright. You fixed it? You figured yeah. it out? Yeah, except it won't stop. Alright. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's start. Now.
And we're back. It's the International Punk Supply Radio Show, bringing you the greatest punk hits from a group of Chicagoans who have all broken a bone while riding a bike in Chicago. I'm one of your hosts <laughs> coming to you live from my compound in the hills, broadcasting from my infinity pool. Joining me today. We have returning with us the one and only Chilean Thunder, Diego. What's up? What's up? It's me. Um, I got diagnosed with fucking COVID this morning, so today my name is the Pulmonary Pulverizer, and if I sound like shit, I'm not sorry. (laughs) You're not sorry. And our other host today is currently muted and will have to unmute. And joining us for the first time (laughs) on mic, it's the Riffmaster General, Mr. Dylan. How are you doing? I'm okay. I'm I'm stoked to be here. We're stoked to have you. Thanks. I want to put out an apology for our last episode. We know we that some of you had to suffer through a pop punk episode. So we're bringing you a special one today. Yeah, now you have to suffer metal through metal. Power hour. <laughs> what was well, you thing? didn't. Now you have to suffer through metal. Yeah. Suffer. <laughs> uh, you didn't introduce yourself. You, you told us where you were at. Uh, DJ Hollywood. You know, all the Hollywood heads, they know. Okay. That's right. He doesn't need an introduction. I don't need an introduction, baby. <laughs> you all just so wish we, you could be in an infinity pool with the nice sun, palm trees, Santa Ana soon, winds. Soon. Soon. Soon indeed. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we just heard a track. <laughs> Tell us what that was, Diego. Yo, so the first two songs that I'm playing are songs that I liked uh, when I was uh, 15, 20 years ago. I was a really, really, really cool guy. And I would uh, walk down the halls of Streamwood High School with my headphones blasting that shit. So that was Cryptopsy and their, uh, you know, very classic album from 1996 with uh, Graves of the Fathers. Oh, the album is non- None So Vile, by the way. Entirely picked out because I saw, like, a an older boy, actually an older girl, ooh, plot twist, wearing their shirt. And that's the only reason I ever checked them out. Fucking classic death metal. Patrick hates it. I, I wouldn't say I hated it. I think I found it was funnier than enjoyable, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait till I tell you about their uh, lead singer, Lord Worm. That man would eat worms on stage. I saw him do it. What 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 a stick! Oh boy, Dylan, were you, are you familiar with Cryptopsy? Hell yeah. Um, <laughs> what's the drummer's? That that drummer is like what? I can't remember his name. Um, I can't either. I'm going to be real bad about that, like this whole thing where it's like I'm recording on the spot. So now I'm like, oh, it's this, that. I can't, I won't be able to remember anything. But like, um, I thought, um, I thought the drummer's name was Lord Worm. Either way, uh, yeah. My friend Steph. Flo Flo Mounier. I remember. (laughs) Oh, yeah, because they're. They're from Quebec. They're, yeah, they're from, from Montreal, Quebec. baby. Yeah, we're gonna get another. Yeah, French Canadian. We'll get another one. Little preview. We'll get another one of those in a in a little bit when I play my block. But yeah, uh, Stefan Jurgovin, 
Uh, shout out to him. He played me Cryptopsy, I think, um, on a Nervous Passenger tour. And yeah, that drummer is incredible. Uh, I'm honestly surprised you've never listened to Cryptopsy before, Patrick, or at least heard them in passing. You know, I'm not I'm not a a uh, a death metal um, connoisseur. Uh, it's taken me a long time to come around to some of it. And like that specific type, I, I just can't. I can't. That first <laughs> off, that song was too long, way too long. It did no, not need got, to be four. It's minutes. got four perfect parts. It's incredible. Yeah. What are you talking about? <sighs> <laughs> the next I need song that is many <laughs> I will the next say, song I'll is give it. If you want to introduce it, I'll give it this. Yeah. Dude knows how to blast. What are we listening yes. to these next three songs, Diego? What we got? All right, uh, the next song is another oldie. It's uh, Nazem off the 2000 uh, record Human 2.0 with 16. Uh, do you want me to introduce the next two right away, or do you want me to hold No, nah, man, we'll, we'll, we'll do that when we come back. We're going to blast all right. y'all with some Nazem. Nazem.
and we are back. So that first track we heard was by Nazem off uh, a 2000 record. Um, Nazem's uh, lead singer, Mirsko Talarzik, that dude uh, tragically died in the 2004 uh, tsunami in Thailand, age 30. So that fucking sucks. No way. I, uh, I really loved that band as a kid. As a kid. Yeah, yes way. <laughs> um, the other two tracks we heard, I'll just name them off real quick. Greedworm, uh, newer Chicago band. Uh, I know their bassist, Sam, my dude. Um, and I enjoy... I'll talk about that in a second. Then uh, we got the new hype band of the, of the hour, Undeath. Well, yeah, so what, let's, let's start... I want to start with Nausum. Of course. Because, you know what, we, we should have just scratched the cryptopsy track all together and just started off with that wow fucking blast and you know just fucking tell tell everyone what we're all about oh well, you know that this is your show you're supposed to do the quality control my friend <laughs> i also think it would be unbecoming to have an hm2 band start off the show but as one of the originators of the hm2 revival I would think they were doing it before, you know, everybody else got a hold of hold of that pedal. It just it just did for me. It did what Cryptopsy wanted to do more succinctly. You know, it was just didn't overstay the welcome. It was just fucking blasting the whole way through with good vocals, not like some like guy who's like trying to I don't know, <laughs> whatever gurgled Elka Seltzer while singing. No thanks. <laughs> Uh, Nazem, you know, like they, you, you got left uh, wanting more and you, you will get more that, that record has like 27 tracks or whatever. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I do have to ask Dylan mentioned something called a crust gallop. Can you expand on what a crust gallop is? Like during the, the chorus part, uh, I'm assuming the guy's using a double pedal. So it's like the fast D beat yeah. sort of, you know, and they're playing like almost like a major key sort of sounding riff and, and like that's probably the part where, like where if you're seeing them live like all the crusty dudes are just kind of going like this with their fists. yeah they mm-hmm. they're just like shaking their fist with their, their beer can in one hand yep <laughs> when they're chaos pouch there's you know stuff that keeps them keeps them pumping their fists the whole time how smelly is a nozum show Dude, um, probably mixed though. Probably mixed because they would draw. They would draw the crust kids, right? Yeah. I think one of them was like true blue, like crusty. But then you'd get you'd get the the cleaner cut kids. You get the metalheads. They shower some of them. <laughs> would a would a rotten sound or a nausea show so, smell worse? Rotten sound. Yeah. Okay. 100%. That's what I figured. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, All right, so so Greenworm, what's up with them? They're a Chicago band. Greedworm, our Chicago band, um, chosen because I felt like they kind of sound like shit that I would have liked 20 years ago. Like, there's a part that specifically reminds me of that band, Burnt by the Sun, which is something I haven't thought about in 20 fucking years. Um, they have a they have a couple more songs that are um, they're heavy on the on the what's it called on the samples, so I didn't choose them for the tra- for the for the show. But um, you know, because listening to samples on this kind of show, I don't know. It's a little, a little boring, a little repetitive, in in the in the context of this EP that they just put out, pretty good. Um, 
but uh, they have some songs that are a little like new metal-y in parts, which is uh, interesting, which makes me feel very old because like back in the day, somebody that likes, you know, grindcore, hardcore. Wouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't be called dead play. Yeah, those those two worlds did not touch. Yeah, but, you know, eventually things get older and they just, uh, everything is music at a certain point. <laughs> Corn is good. That's, that's James, <laughs> James, who's in uh, Edo. And and this like sludge band it kind of sounded like Amin Ra called Ikare. I think the... Dylan, I think we played a show with them, right? Yeah, way back when. Yeah, um, and the drummer Wes was in Ikare too. Um, but I, I, <laughs> uh, I actually ran into James at Food Smart like a week ago, Ooh. and he was telling me about Greedworm, and he's a he's an older guy who is no shame in how much he loves new metal. And he definitely was like, we're kind of gunning for that sometimes. That, that, that rocks. That oh, bounce. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So when I saw them, I saw them and he's like, y'all like new metal. Y'all like that bounce. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> also quick shout out to food smart. We're uh, sponsored by food smart, the best food smart in the, uh, in the area is, uh, you know, That's just, right. just go to it, mail your packages. Do you go to the the the? Did you go to the California one or the diversity one? A California one. The you mean the the? It wasn't in California. Oh, on Armitage. 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 Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Between California and Sacramento. Yeah, yeah that one right. all that's the time. Right. Best selection. All right, re- real quick. The shout the shout out I want to say is that the EP is called Hell Is Real. So you should uh, listen to that if you're so inclined. Recorded at uh, at Bricktop by Pete Grossman. I'll, I'll drive through Bakersfield and blast it next time I go through there. So <laughs> that's right. Next time you're in Baco. Yeah. And then we heard uh, a newer band, you say, eh? Uh, a newer band on death. Uh, I didn't know much about them, a matter of fact, but I heard people talking about them. And uh, I, I, I enjoy a hype band. Why, why not? Fucking give me, give me the, the marriage of the Florida swamp metal with, uh, with the Swedish shit. Give it, give it to me. Just I'll lap it right up. I'm stupid. <laughs> Give me my slop. <laughs> Serve this man some slop. Yeah, uh, the record is the record. It's called "It's Time Ellipsis to Rise from the Grave," and the song is called "Rise from the Grave." Like I said, give me my slop. I've seen that. I've seen them like pop up a bunch. Um, I know. I think they were like. Um, their demo came out on like Maggot Stomp or something, which like some of those bands I feel like on the Maggot Stomp roster are super hit or miss. Yeah. Uh, which yeah, if you want to talk about hype, like there's there's a good starting place if yeah. you get their attention to them. But uh, that was way fucking better than I expected it to be. That yeah, was it was, was kind of catchy. Cool. That was catchy as fuck, and that sick ass Iron Maiden part with the harmonized solos was like. <clears throat> I love that's that what? they did. They didn't do. Like there was like two seconds of blasts in that song, like that that just kept it, just it swung really hard, and that was why it was so sick. Yeah, it was. Yeah, kind of, I, I was kind of thrown off by the fact that it was like a traditional song in that respect. There was like verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus. That's like a sing along. Yeah, that's like a sing along chorus almost. Yeah. 
right, baby, get, get those Miller High Lives, those tall boys, and sing <laughs> along. Yeah. Hell yeah! All right, Dylan, we're gonna we're gonna go into your rock block here. What do, what do we got coming up right now? Uh, another Montreal band, um, Gore Guts. I. We'll we'll talk about it later. Yeah, yeah. We'll just fucking are we are we gonna blast? Can you tell me if we're gonna blast? In this song, will we? Yes, right away. Get your get your seatbelts on. We're blasting.
My rock block consisted of Gorgut's Le Tout de Monde from Colored Sands. Uh, then we got Midnight, Lord and Chains from Complete and Total Hell or Complete Fucking Midnight. Complete and Total Fucking Midnight, I think, is what like the double LP or double 10 inch was called. It's like all their seven inches. Way cooler title. Um... Then we had Brown Scare by Human from Florida, um, assuming named after the death record. Those are uh, friends of a friend that came out last year. And then Brain Oil, Dark Eyes of My Past. One and only. Yep. Dig, have you ever uh, heard Brain Oil before? I actually have not. I'm going to listen to a lot more now. They're so fucking good. Yeah, that's just like any anything that has that sort of swing to it, uh, especially that song leading into the next track on that record. It's such a good like one-two punch on opening that that whole thing. Um, yeah, that that riff is just so pummeling. Yeah, it's definitely a. Uh, uh, friend of the show mr nate kappas would definitely like warm up at practices playing that riff over and over again just the only way a sludge fucking riff goes man it's over very true and over. yeah very, very, true. very slow I'm, I'm sure i'm sure angry gods had some songs that are ripped off wholesale from those riffs so shout out as you should nate was telling me about like a total ripoff band that he and mark and somebody else had and in Bloomington, but I can't remember what it was called. I'd like to hear it though. I'm sure they probably repurposed a riff or two in that. Yeah. Anyway, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Like, what? Yeah, yeah. Another another band, very smelly, very crusty. Yeah, probably the smelliest of the three crust adjacent bands. Yeah, like the DNA of a crust band is not even made of blood or anything. It's like it's actual toxic sludge. Like yeah, it's like bathing in the water in Gary, Indiana. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> hey man, that's where I used to go to the beach. Me too. <laughs> yeah, look how we turned out. Yeah, you we're got, you guys have great. Your, your crust bona fides. You're just miss, yeah. missing the uh, the dreadlock. <laughs> Speaking of dreadlocks, um, let's talk about core guts. Yeah, man. Um, been around forever. This record, Colored Sands, um, I think it was kind of a minute before they put out anything, and then they put that out. Uh, they went on like a little hiatus. Um, this that was, is way that more was somewhat recent, right? 2015. And they've, because um, I assumed they were, based on, on the banter we had, that they were going to be like a Cryptopsy style band. That's what I expected. I checked out by 20, 2010, 2015. Yeah, I expected right? that old shit. <laughs> so they were this... that type of band. And then they were like, yeah, this this is for dummies. Let's let's get our uh, our, our doctoral robes on and really school some people. Uh, if you thought that was inaccessible, if you listen to Obscura, um, it's some of the most like weird angular guitar shit. Like, the first couple ones are a little like considered dead's definitely a little like murkier um obscure is just like 
it's sometimes even hard for me to listen to because the songs are just like absolutely wild like it almost sounds like rubber bands are <laughs> playing instead of like actual guitar parts like i'm sure that like if i if i really wanted to punish you too i could have played one of one of the songs off obscura but that rocks. but but colored sands is yeah this song like this record's super technical yet i feel like that song is pretty accessible uh no, the record I, they put I out, liked it i liked it yeah. i thought it was pretty good i i uh yeah, I didn't know what to expect, and so I was pleasantly surprised. It was a, a little long, but I was with it. I was mm. with it. I'm there. It's uh, it was a, and it, it's they reformed after Colin Marston from like Gralis and a couple other dumb tech metal bands played ba- started playing bass for him. Uh, they did this, and then I think they did another EP that's just like one thirty-three minute song. Which, funnily enough, we were making fun of them having PhDs. It's all about, um, what is it? Some, uh, it's an ancient Iraqi library that Pleiades Dust is about. Oh my god! <laughs> so I kind of, so I kind of hit the hit the nail on the head. I was joking here that the that the bass player is the one that has the, uh, the, the the doctorate in, what did I say, Egyptian studies. And then yeah. the singer is probably the one with like the lone dreadlock who's like still holding strong for the crusties. Mm-hmm. I mean, he turns might have dreads back in the turns day. Out, turns out they're all PhDs. Yeah, yeah. they all have PhDs. One could still have a dreadlock though. You never know. <laughs> it's sometimes encouraged in academia. Yeah, right? <laughs> but yeah, that was, that was cool. Um. Yeah, and then uh, that human track. Um, those are yeah, dudes from Florida, uh, friends of local, well, uh, local band here, Stress Positions, formerly known as Chew. I guess it's just like a brand new band. Um, John, other drummer, used to play in. Um, a couple bands with the bass player from that band. Uh, and then, yeah, it's just you, like, go, go ahead. Diego. Yeah. No, I was just going to say, I had all my fucking pleasure zones, man. I, like, I, I didn't expect it to be like heavy. Like, like how it kind of got like heavy just cause like they put off a, an anarcho vibe and I was like, Oh, okay. This is going to be probably just blasting the whole way. And no, I was, I was wrong. Well, they slowed it right down because you gotta you gotta get down. You got some change you dropped. You gotta go get it. Yeah, definitely, definitely a, a a bunch of dumbass lurch at the end of that one. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm stoked to see what they do from after this. Yeah, um, very cool. And and then cop that. and then midnight, the one and only. Yeah, what what needs to be said? That fucking shit rocks. Any song, yeah, I. I uh, quick story. You were asking if I'd seen him. I went to Reggie's one night, and in the small venue, there was a uh, No More Tears, Damage Inc., Metallica, Ozzy Osbourne, uh, like tour tribute show. So like they played the same set of the same time that Ozzy and Metallica went on tour in '86. That was sick. Only bangers. And then once that was over. 
Midnight was headlining a show next door in the rock club. And yeah, they just went off. Dude was blowing fire off a sword. It's. Yep. Oh, yeah. Mid- yeah. Midnight are like a gimmick band, but gimmick bands, man. Gimmicks are cool. But I feel like Midnight's like the gimmick band that like everyone's all in on. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just like, yeah, we know what to expect, and it's going to be fucking fun and raging, and that's that. Yeah. Um, I have questions about that, the, the smaller show. Like, what was the makeup of that crowd? Um, yeah, are we, are we talking suburban dads? Are we talking that's what I figured. Uh, 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 south, south side electrical workers? No, I, it, it was actually not as like old as I expected. Um, I really, both bands were so good that I like barely paid attention to like what was going on other than what was going on on stage. Like they nailed it and it was funny. I thought that the, the guitar player he played in both Metallica and the Ozzy tribute band. And he kind of looks like Kirk Hammett a little bit, which oh, was funny. <laughs> and the guy like nailed everything like, and yeah, like I said, both sets were just, you know, everything that you would want out of either of those sort of like goofy tribute acts. Hell yeah. And then you saw midnight after that. Yeah. What a, what a night. It would, it was my, my, my ass was rocked officially. (laughs) I could not, I could not like, if I, if I could, if I had a motorcycle, that'd be the only proper way to end the night. As if I like got into a motorcycle accident or something. By driving um, the motorcycle. Oh, got into a motorcycle head. accident? I didn't know you were going to yeah. go that way. I thought you were just going to be like, yeah, fucking revved off into the night. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, you just like went off uh, like like the Damon Bridge into the, you know, into the Chicago River and then that was Straight, that. Straight, yeah. Some real Eva Knievel shit. Hell yeah. All right, well, we, we're going to. We endorse that. We endorse accidents and drunk driving on this podcast. <laughs> oh no no we do not we do not i'm just uh, kidding only bike accidents when other people hit you and then you get money from them that's what we endorse uh, Thank you, Lyft. shout out lift for a thousand bucks hell yeah <laughs> i got fucked oh, anyway sorry, go. <laughs> all right we're gonna listen to a track called floating head by the band erupt
And if you're still listening by now, I'm hoping you're all spooked. We just heard the song Voluntary Immurement by the band Vacus. Vacus? Vacus. Before that, we heard Japan's Anatomia with a track that I can't remember the name of because I already closed the window, uh, but it had the word bound in it. So get from the undergong split that just is coming out or came out. And off the top, we heard Left to Rot. Going full spooky, guys. What do you think? Where do we begin? Where do we begin? That erupt track, um, I saw that they were from Australia. Melbourne? Oh. Everyone do their best Australian accent. Melbourne. Hello. I, I will it, not. I hello. shan't. I shan't. That that um, that's such a dirty vibe, man. Loved it. Yeah, I kind of. It it's you because know, like, it's like chromosome, and like, sort of like fast death metal kind of stuff put together I guess I don't know it was borderline cause I've like chromosome is basically unlistenable because of how piercing everything is but this does a good job of kind of sounding like that sort of like uh real fucking chaos punk guitar tone but not being terrible yeah it's like all those raw crust punks yeah. discovered Celtic Frost and we're like oh okay yeah I can get it on this and then there you have it there you go and then they then they stop it they leave you wanting more like that but they yeah. but they won't give you any more because they OD'd on that just kidding just kidding I'm sorry I got spooky in this last part uh <laughs> Yeah, that whole seven inch is fucking great. If you like, it kind of just rages the whole time. Just real barn burner of the seven inch for sure. That's probably about all I could handle is a seven inch, and that's sick. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right, let's move on to Anatomia and talk about the vocals, Dylan. Take it away. I don't know how you can say Cryptopsy is too like peanut buttery and burpy but this is this and undergang are the two burp metal kings right now <laughs> well i think i think part of it undergang took me a while to get into and it wasn't more like until like their most recent record that was kind of clicked for me and i think it's the music that helps the the the, the gurgle um anatom- anatomia uh i could not get into the LP that was recommended to me by a friend of the show, David Anthony, and also uh, uh, enemy of the show, Crumb of Vinyl Conflict. Uh, enemy of all. Enemy of all. This is very <laughs> true. So in that case, I'm the true coward, as he would say. Um, but I don't know. The, the burp is dialed back a little bit on this. And the spooky completely disagree is up a little bit, so it it has me in. The gurgle is the main thing, man. Yeah, and to me, that's good. 
I, listen, I, I'm nothing if not contradiction. So he can handle gurgle over slow, but he can't handle gurgle over fast. And Cryptopsy doesn't even gurgle that hard. So <laughs> that's right. I looked up what vacuous means. It means having or showing a lack of thought or intelligence, mindless. So you know, like me. And then the example is a vacuous smile. Oh, an unintelligent smile! Wow. Yeah. Uh, the end of that end of that song definitely got pretty unintelligent. <laughs> In the best way possible. Uh, yeah. Immolation and autopsy kind of like put together to me from that from that track. Yeah, they're definitely like on that uh, that that newer like death death doom tip that a lot of bands have been doing, like uh, Spectral Voice and Black Curse. Yeah, not as like yeah, not as drawn out as like and not as abrupt in some of the tempo changes. But yeah, that was sick nonetheless. I have to listen to that whole thing. Yeah, I. I'm going to check that shit out. Yeah. Um, one thing we forgot to mention about Anatomia, that ending, the the symphonic. I love when bands do that shit. Yeah. Yeah. He also did have like that, like, assuming it's a he, uh, uh, that super long gurgle yell that's just so silly. <laughs> but added uh, to that, yeah. Could bring me that symphonic shit, man. I feel smart. And then I get back to being very dumb by listening to Vacuous. Yeah. More funeral doom endings, more death rattles. Um, if, go ahead. If a band could just be all death rattles, that would be sweet. I would yeah. be. Uh... Yeah, no kidding. Somewhere <laughs> in a the basement, there's someone coming up with that this moment. Yeah. Uh, Diego, you had, you had something midnight related you want to talk about real quick. I forgot about the fact that they were associated with a satanic threat, which is like a, a send up of minor threat. And they had uh, goofy titles like, uh, so instead of out of step, it's into hell, guilty of hating Christ, uh-huh. <laughs> etc. Small I've God, big cross. Uh, go oh, listen oh my it. God, that's so good. <laughs> go listen to it. It's all right. <laughs> hell yeah. Hell yeah. Well, boys, oh, this is great. We're gonna we're gonna end this uh, hour here with a classic from the one and only Judas Priest. The track "All Guns Blazing." I hope y'all are ready to rock. I'm ready, baby. All right, Maiden in the streets, Priest in the sheets. Never forget it. <laughs>